Hi, I'm Cameron. And I'm Emily. I've never read Twilight before. And I've read the book too many times to count. But now we're reading them together. Welcome to Unbitten, a journey through the Twilight Saga. Hey, yo! <laughs> Hello! Shit, my air conditioning's still on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Shit, I don't know where my... Hold on. Hi. Hi. Hi, guys. Uh, welcome back to our podcast. <laughs> We're professionals. We do this. We're professionals. And by professionals, we mean we are people who record two days before we have to publish. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, between both of us starting new jobs at the same time that are on opposite schedules... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's a lot. I pick up a lot of evening shifts now, and Emily is back in a 9 to 5, so it's it's been interesting. Yeah, <laughs> we're making it work. We'll figure it out, and um, we'll keep bringing you sweet, sweet entertainment of culture. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, tonight, I went and saw Marcella Shell with shoes on. I'm so jealous. I want to see it. No, it's actually such a cute movie. It's like, so, oh, hi, Bean. Yes. Meow, meow. <gasps> oh, shut the fuck up! I just saw a fucking roach run across my room. Ah, I'm gonna have a fucking heart attack. You're literally, Sorry, you literally I'm gave me a heart attack, attack screaming Bean, like that. You're useless as an attack dog. <laughs> Stop meowing, Jesus! I'm gonna have a fucking heart attack. Cam's gonna have to burn the house down. I'm just gonna say if if Fergus was there, he would kill it. He's so good at killing bugs. Do not fucking run at me, you fucking motherfucker. I'm gonna kill you and your children. I don't know where it went. This shit was fuck this is fucking huge. I'm not kidding. I'm about to do this podcast on my own. <laughs> There's so much fear. Hello, I put my headphones back on. Oh, hi. Is this been entertaining for you? Oh, very much so. <laughs> Your your screams could go in a horror movie. I will say that. I'm literally so scared. Uh, I don't see it like right now, but that doesn't mean anything. Anyway, welcome back to Unbitten. <laughs> uh, 
So, guys, there was just a roach in my room. It was a really, really big one, and I don't know where it went. This is my favorite intro to an episode ever. I'm glad this is fun for you. It's not fun for me. Well, I don't have to be witness to it except for hearing your screams, so it's very fun for me. There's really not roaches that often, like that big especially, mm-hmm. yeah. in my vicinity. Like, they don't usually make it up to the third floor. And yet, this motherfucker did. Jesus Christ. Life finds a way. It really does in the worst way possible. Anyway, so uh, I don't, I never saw that roach leave my room, and I didn't kill it. So it might return, and we'll see about that. Anyway. Um, so <laughs> I saw that movie, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Christ, bro. Okay, I saw Marcella shell with shoes on, and it's, like, weirdly fucking sad. It's, like, about loss and, like, mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. and found family and all that sort of shit. Anyway, then I drank a lot, and I just got jump-scared by a roach. So that's where I'm at. How are you? <laughs> um, I'm super tired. I mean, I just worked every day this week for the first time in months. Um, but like, it's good. It's a good tired because I'm like, I'm making money again. I can buy things. It's a good feeling, you know? And Liv bought me dinner today. I got, I got, uh, Indian food takeout as like a congratulations. You did a work week. So that was nice. And you did. And like, I actually have a social life again because I made too many plans this weekend and I'm going to regret it Sunday night, but, uh, I'm meeting up with, uh, uh, Meg, who, uh, we know from discord. (gasps) No way. (laughs) Yeah. I love her. That's so exciting. Um, so that's on record now. So now I can't, I definitely can't murder her because everyone will know. Um, (laughs) yeah, I'll know. Yeah. And then, uh, meeting up with some friends from my old job and none of us work at that job anymore we are all free but yeah they're coming over to my place on sunday and we're gonna hang out all of you have left yes did a bunch of people get like laid off at the same time or did they just leave at other times oh no they like um they were all uh graduate students so they just like finished their degrees okay um so yeah two of my friends literally like finished like within the same few weeks that i was like let go so we all left at the same time nice nice but yeah we're all getting back so together. That, that's nice. I'm on edge right now. I'm so scared. <laughs> I don't know where this roach went. And when I tell when I say roach, I mean like the size of my thumb and it has wings. Like gross. I'm not fucking around. It's fucking gross. It is gross. Get me out of here. Anyway. Anyway. Too broke for that shit. Um So uh we read chapter sixteen this week. Called Epic. Epoch. 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 <laughs> yeah, we read Epoch. <laughs> yeah, we read Epoch this week. So what did you think of Epoch? Um, such a short chapter with, again, I don't know. I feel like not enough happened in it. I just, here's the problem that I'm having after reading this is I've been reading Throne of Glass for the last week. I've almost finished it. And it's nice. just, like, better writing and, like, the chapters and the pacing, everything. So then I read this and I'm like, girl, this ain't it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. And, like, the thing about, like, the funniest thing that about you saying that, what I hear is that Throne of Glass is Sarah J. Moss's worst of all of her books. Like, the first book is the worst of all of her books. Right. 
So you being like, yeah, and this is infantis infantisal. What is that word? In, 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 infant. Infantis. <laughs> I can't. Infinitesimally. It's a lot better <laughs> than, than Twilight is. Yeah. Like, and that's like Sarah J. Moss is literally like worst. Book, right. So like really that's her like funny. starting out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I just Rainbow. read this and I got to the end and I was like, we don't even have the party in this chapter yet. What is the point? No, exactly. <laughs> So I hope that my screaming at a roach uh, was a good entertainment because this is probably going to be a short episode. <laughs> I would like to announce the return of the khaki skirt. Yo, I literally was going to say that. That's the first thing I noted in this chapter. Me too. Bella is trying to figure out what to wear to graduation. And the, the morning of. She's literally like going bitch. to graduation. She's like, I don't know what to wear. Like, I remember my high school graduation, I definitely was, like, last minute scrambling for a lot of stuff, but I definitely had a fit picked out. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, anyway. She doesn't know what to pair with her khaki skirt, and I'm like, girl, how did you forget about your blue blouse that makes you look indecent? Hello? And she's like, literally. damn, I wish I had my red blouse, and I'm like, okay. It's so annoying. And, like, okay, so she can't find anything she wants to wear with it, because she would normally wear this red blouse, but... That vampire from fucking forever ago stole it. <laughs> I say fucking forever ago. This would be a plot point. Like two chapters She's ago. like, God damn, I really wish I could wear that shirt that was stolen like eight chapters ago. Yeah, for plot convenience. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, and then she's fucking freaking out about it. She goes, stupid, thieving, annoying vampire. And Alice, of course, shows up and is like, what did I do? <laughs> she's perfect. Uh, Alice, you did nothing wrong, ever. Never, ever, ever. Uh, yeah, so she brings Bella an outfit, and... Which we don't even get described, by the I way. I know, it's just... We just know that it's a, a sweater and shirt. Yeah. Right, a sweater. Boring. I'm certain it's yeah. super plain and unappealing and boring. Why did I get the khaki skirt description, but I don't get Alice's cool outfit? I know. Ugh. Here's... Okay. It's fucked up. I don't know what Stephanie Meyer is necessarily good at, but it's definitely not, like, making nice outfits that are cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love you saying, I don't know what this bitch is good at, but it's definitely not this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> She's good at making really cool characters that fade into the background uh, in favor of her boring protagonist exactly her self-insert which yeah. is just as boring as she is i have <laughs> to say again i'm sorry I, I literally have just been devouring throne of glass so i'm just thinking like you know we have two protagonists whose like main like hobby is like loving books and i'm like infinitely more convinced by like sarah j moss's descriptions of this character than bella who's just like i read withering heights and Shakespeare. Yeah. And I'm like, you're so boring. Like, shut, the, shut the actual fuck up. No one in this century has read Wuthering Heights by choice. <laughs> yeah, that's anyway. a school book report. No, and like, for real, that's something that I love about Sarah J. Maas is that her characters, her protagonists, and sure, this, you can, this can be seen as a level of self-insert because it definitely is, but I really don't mind because every one of her protagonists has some sort of connection to books. Right. And also has a separate connection to some form of the arts. Right. Um, whether that is, like, a musician or a painter or some other sh- like a dancer. Like, every single one of her protagonists in her main series has a tie to some sort of art. And it just is fucking cool. And it's not in a fucking cringe it way. It makes them or just in a way be, like, like, fully fleshed out. Yeah. No, it's real. Yeah. 
and it's it's sometimes it's just a hobby and sometimes it is a core part of their like being and like the Damn. way they want to live their life and it's fucking sick. I can't wait to do our Akatar podcast. <laughs> Bro, me too. Let's fucking finish these twilight. Let's books. fucking finish Shit. these. So yeah, Bella gets anyway. a boring outfit and um she's like Alice wonders what she's not seeing in Seattle since she's making up for missing the fact that she missed someone breaking into Bella's room. And Bella has an epiphany. Oh my god, I think they're the same. It's connected. Like, that's why you didn't see either of them. Because how could it be a coincidence that multiple people know your power and are avoiding it? And I'm like, wow. Everyone in this book is so fucking dumb. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I'm trying to be nice, but holy shit, you're stupid. Right, like, the second oh that god. Bella realizes that someone broke into her room and like Edward's like oh my god it was a vampire like we were saying like how do they not think that it's connected <laughs> like it just right feels obvious no yeah especially when it's the two people who are avoiding Alice's vision right like it's so like that's what Bella says she's like how could it possibly be a, co- a coincidence well fucking obviously maybe you should have thought of that in the first place <laughs> the fuck anyway um oh we do get one more description of her outfit it's blue because it's edward's favorite right edward likes her in blue fair enough um Um, so she bella is realizing you know that because the vampire who stole her clothes is the same as the one in seattle she realizes that they're not coming after the cullens but rather they're actually coming for bella specifically and rather than be like, oh shit, I'm going to die, she actually feels relieved because they're not coming after the colors. It's so Bella. I'm just so, so Bella. tired of it where she's like, don't you see? This is great news. They're not after you. And I'm like, how is this better? Like, they're still literally after someone else in the Cullen squad. It's just you this time. Like, what difference does it make? <laughs> exactly. Like... She sees herself as so other. Like, she's clearly one of the Cullens, whether, like, even though she's not, you know, fucking, like, married in or anything But she's yet. planning to turn. Like, she should right. know she's literally part of them. In fact, she's like, oh, great. I'm the most expendable. And so it's fine that I'm the one getting, like, chased after. Like, it's... Ugh. Sorry, I'm, I'm so bored by her. It fucking sense. <laughs> no, it's boring. <laughs> yeah. I just can't believe that it took this long for us to get to this point when it felt like how, like... It felt like, oh, we are witnessing characters in a book because of the fact that it seemed so obvious that, like, you know, they have to be related in some way. But, oh, they're book characters, so they can't possibly recognize that they're in a plot. Despite the fact that it's right. just like, I don't know. There's a level of stupidity where I'm just like, why wouldn't you at least pose that question? Could they be related? Right, exactly. Well, Esme like... fucking goes, maybe they just forgot curious, so they want a little it's sniff. So- yeah, shut the fuck up, Esme. I love you, but that was a bimbo energy. Right I'ma just say that. That was fucking stupid. Anyway. Anyway, Charlie's like, we're going to be late because it's graduation. And I still can't imagine not being like, at least having something picked out. Like, obviously, I'm rushing out the door no matter what is happening. But I don't know. Yeah, it's fucking graduation. Yeah. Oh, also. Have a fit planned. Uh, he's saying, like, are, are you ready? And <laughs> she says, like, I'm nervous. Go away. And I'm like, her saying go away to Charlie is probably the first time she sounded like an actual teenager talking to her dad. <laughs> <laughs> Fast, In the entire <laughs> series. 
in the entire series. Like, it's been three books. Yeah. So, a lot of shit happens that could have just been, like, two sentences. I know. It's like but, none of it's uh, interesting it's to justify it. We'll talk about it. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. Anyway, they have yellow graduation robes. That sucks. That's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wore uh, all white at my graduation. Um, I just wore like a white dress. My high school didn't have graduation robes. We just wore formal wear. Yeah, we didn't have graduation robes, but we just had every, all the women wore white dresses or white pantsuits, whatever. And all the guys were, like, a uh, blazer and, like, khakis and a tie and all that shit. Wow. Sounds like a boarding school. It does, <laughs> doesn't it? Almost like it was. Um. Well, that's the other thing I'm reading this. And I'm like, man, I don't remember feeling this emotional about my graduation. I don't think I cared. And the reason why I didn't care is because my fucking school would, like, wait to, like, um, summer school was done so that way they like if there were people of that year who needed to like get some final credits over summer school they could still like be part of the graduating class and so the ceremony wasn't until September but like we'd already Jesus already Christ. like all said goodbye to each other as many people went to different universities and so it sort of it was actually way happier because we all came back and it was like oh my god like how's school been because it was like the end of September so we'd already been right. doing our you know school and courses for a month so it was more like a reunion than like a goodbye so the energy was like completely different and it's just very funny yeah that's so interesting because like with like college and stuff and i suppose high school as well can be a thing like you can apply to just like walk Mm -hmm. at the end of the spring semester so it's kind of weird that they just choose to have everybody wait till september like, why not just have people apply to walk, being like, yeah, I'm going to take summer school. I really don't know. They stopped doing that, like, the year after I graduated, so. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it was Makes stupid sense. because, like, like. It was fucking dumb. Well, a ton of people, like, not a ton, but, like, enough people, like, also went further away, so they couldn't, they couldn't come back to a Monday night ceremony, because they're like, I have school, and it would take me you know six hours to get here holy shit yeah it was a monday night was a sunday morning i had to miss a lab in order to go to it um but yeah my parents were like no like you're like this is your graduation ceremony you have to go so i had to like write a whole like email and i'm like i just started like undergrad i don't know what i'm doing is this even allowed can i just miss this lab and they're like yeah you can just do a makeup one later it was a whole thing nice yeah it was stupid um sounds fucking stupid yeah but you know it was a fun reunion for the people i did see that did go to it um Mm -hmm. but yeah that also just sounds like a recipe for a really bad turnout yeah like i bet a bunch of fucking people just didn't oh absolutely they had other shit going yeah yeah because the thing is it was like you know it was back like in our hometown in like a downtown it was at like the living arts center so it was really nice but Mm -hmm. like I literally knew people that couldn't go. They were like, I went to school eight hours away. I'm not coming. (laughs) Right. Or to, like, a completely different province. So, yeah. It was weird. Yeah. Makes no sense. Why would you have a graduation ceremony after you've already finished school and have moved away? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That just doesn't fucking make any sense. Anyway. Anyway. um, Edward's in the back seat. Yeah. (laughs) And I love how much Edward just fucking hates Charlie. And it's so funny because it's he's so totally funny. reading Charlie's thoughts and every, you know, negative thought Charlie has. Edward just like, looks up into the rearview mirror and smiles like a fucking, like, innocent guy. Like, 
aha, I'm having such a wonderful time. And it like annoys Charlie even more. And then his thoughts get really pissed off. So Edward smiles even more. It's great. Yeah, it was. It's just like, I love that he just knows him so well. Like he could just read his thoughts and he knows that him being happy about it is just going to piss him off. Yeah. (laughs) So he's just like out here being a little shit and I'm here for it because Charlie's pissing me off Uh right now. So. And so then they get to graduation. Bella gets out of the car, and Edward says she looks beautiful, which is so cute. In her sweater. <laughs> in her in her sweater. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> Jessica calls out to Bella, and she's like, oh my god, Bella! Bella, come over here! Because they're like in alphabetical order, and so right. Stanley and Swan are right next to each other. <laughs> and yeah. Angela is also like several people back, like looking like... What's this, what's this girl on? Like, I thought they weren't, like, they weren't, like, friends yeah, anymore. Like, exactly. And, like, I don't even think Angela is that close of friends with Jessica either. Yeah. Like, they're both just like, the fuck is this shit? <laughs> it's so, like, classic graduation, though. Like, where it's like, oh, like, we were never the best of friends, but now you're just like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe we're finished. This is so crazy, isn't it? Like, we should totally keep in touch. And you're like, uh, Sure. And then you never speak again. Yeah. <laughs> I had the, the weirdest experience where, like, I knew someone who went to, like, who was in, like, the same graduating class as me. I think I spoke two words to her, like, ever. Like, we knew who each other was and we knew each other's names, but, like, never circles interacted with each other. But we ended up in the same residence at our university together. And she talked to me all the time suddenly. She'd just, like, be like, oh, my God, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, why are you talking to me now? Like, who are you? Yeah. It's just very weird. I'm like, I'm not pretending I'm friends with people that I wasn't just because school's over. It's fine. Right. <laughs> Bean, go kill the bug. I don't know where it went. Uh, she's so useless. Is. Yes, this cat is fucking useless. What a freeloader doesn't pay rent, doesn't kill bugs. Literally. Ugh. So yeah, anyway. Jessica's being Jessica, and it is perfect for her. <laughs> no, it just makes so much sense, and I cannot wait to fucking see this in the movie, because it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, Eric is valedictorian. Um, of course. Because he's the nerdy guy. Uh, boring commencement speech. They all go up on yeah, stage. Yeah, she calls it trite nonsense, which I'm like, so true. Yeah. Graduation speeches are trite nonsense. So true. And that's something I can get behind in this, because I'm like, yeah, that fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, when Bella goes across the stage, uh, she sees Jacob is there pulling Charlie to his feet so they can cheer for her. And Billy is also there. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I would appreciate. Like, I appreciate Billy being there. Yeah. Like, family friends. Okay. Jacob, fuck off. Jacob, <laughs> Jacob fuck right fuck off. all the way off. Uh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about Jacob being there right now. But yeah, it's just like you're disgusting. Get the fuck away. Uh huh. Um, yeah. So they get all their diplomas. Blah blah blah. Jess is like bawling, which is hilarious. <laughs> Again, she's just so fucking funny. She's such it's a like because I think this, I think that Stephanie Meyer wrote her in a way to be like kind of making fun of this type of girl, and it does make fun of them. Yeah. But at the same time, I it's just like so genuinely hilarious and entertaining, and just like, like it feels good right she's like i don't the, know why she's like the quintessential like high school girl 
right. Like she she likes to gossip and she's into boys and she's always trying to get this one guy's attention and she's very like into the school spirit and school dances and graduation time and you know all those like just very stereotypical like high school girl energy things and I'm I'm really here for it. Yeah, no, it's so fucking cute. And even better when it's really Anna is. Kendrick on screen. Like let's Yeah, be no, exactly. Anytime she's there I'm like, yes. <laughs> My cousin had leprosy. It's, like, not cool. <laughs> ah, she's so funny. <sighs> but, yeah, Jess is yeah. crying all over Bella because she can't believe that they're done. And Oh, yeah, Jessica's going to California, which also, so on brand. Just makes so much sense for her to become, like, a fucking L.A. girl, like a SoCal girl. Uh-huh. Like, she's like, oh, I, I grew up in Forks, Washington. I'm going to go to where the sun is, and I'm going to get a tan, and I'm going to live my best life. Like, UCLA, maybe, perhaps? Literally. Probably. Honestly. Like, it just makes sense for her to, like, go to California or somewhere warm and to go to, like, a really big party school. Yeah, Exactly. And I love that for her, okay? Yeah. I really do. I think it fits. It's perfect. I actually mm-hmm. wish we were hearing more about, like, where the other students are going. Like, I'm not sure I know True. where Angela's going to school at this point. Actually, it did mention it. She was going to the same school as, as Ben, I think. It was probably several chapters right. back when Bella went to Angela's house for a bit. Wait, was that right. in this book? That was in New Moon. No, I don't know. Fuck, man. Was that in New Moon? Jesus Christ. Uh, that's exhausting these books they're like endless it's really crazy anyway because like more and more i'm recording these episodes while drunk everything just feels like a fever dream like i'm really going through it like you already can't remember what you said in the last episode anyway because you're a goldfish but yeah i'm a goldfish and then now i'm a drunk goldfish so (laughs) she's a goldfish floating in a bowl of cider yeah i keep bonking into the side of the glass (laughs) of my, <laughs> my aquarium oh my god why is that uh, so cute <laughs> it's me i don't know what to tell yeah you. you're just a small um, creature that's cute <laughs> correct and what uh so then edward's like being like congratulations and he's being all sweet and bella's you know obviously still like a bit off and he's like what's up and so what we miss is that alice had suggested that bella should not say anything right to edward because edward will freak out what they Right, because he's going to freak out, and they have the party tonight, and it's just like, uh, whole thing. Which I get, but also he can fucking read Alice's mind. So, like, and it mentioned that Alice had, like, a very, like, concentrated face when she was going to get her diploma. And she was only there for that moment, and then, like, left right after. Yep. So, clearly, Alice is doing some sort of maneuver to get Edward to not be able to read her thoughts about the Seattle thing. Yes. But Bella, which I think, like, I think this, like, pans out really well, and I think it's good that they're going to have this level of honest communication. Like, they're not going to hide anything from each other anymore because that's something that they used to do, and it clearly didn't fucking work. Like, it clearly sucked for everybody involved. Mm -hmm. So now she's like, Bella decides that she's going to tell Edward about what she's figured out. Yes. Um, She, it's very funny because she asks what Alice was thinking about to keep him out (laughs) because she noticed, like, the really, like, hard concentration on her face. And she's right. translating the battle hymn of the Republic into Arabic. And then she finished that and moved on to Korean sign language. Which is fucking iconic. Just all of that. I need just to, all I just want to know how many languages like all the Cullens like speak at this point. Like what a what an amazing way to use your 
unlimited free time, life, right? Right? Like your free yeah, like time and the fact that like, you know, it's a whole thing like, oh, they're vampires and their their memory is perfect too. So it's like, you know, study it, learn it, the, it's there forever. Good job. Yeah, exactly. That's incredible. Honestly, it's one so of the good. best re- reasons to want to be immortal, I think, of all the things yeah, that you can like learn. Yeah, just like have fucking knowledge yeah and like learning instruments too right oh my god shut up that would be the best just like having all of the time in the world to learn every instrument available exactly yeah that'd be the best anyway yeah so bella tells edward their theory after this and my theory in response to this is like learning that they're probably the same person is my running theory right now is that i think the volturi want bella's vampire powers because Aro talked about how it's so interesting that Bella isn't affected by anybody else's powers. Yep. And they see that as a big asset. So my theory here is that they want to get a handle on her and they want to control her so they can turn her and then use those powers, whatever she has, because they suspect that she has some sort of immunity. Mm -hmm. And they think that can be really helpful towards IDK, their vampire (laughs) dome. That's my running theory. I mean, it has it has some merit because, like, even when Edward was trying to unalive himself, <laughs> um, right. they were like, oh, like, can't we convince you to just, like, stay with us? Because, like, you're so cool and powerful. Right. Aha, uh-huh, JK, unless. Yeah, no, exactly. And so they want, they want Edward's power already. Yep. And they think that Bella's possible power could be really cool. So having the two of them together, especially because they're, like, connected like that. Mm-hmm. I can totally see that. That's like a, that would be a big push. Like that would be a good asset for their team, basically. Vampire power couple. Correct. My dream. (laughs) (laughs) I have a complaint. Um, Okay. When Bella explains uh, to Edward, like her theory about the stranger being in her room and how it was all a test to see if they could get around Alice's vision and blah, blah, blah. The scent is to track her down specifically. Stephanie Meyer writes that Edward's face turned so white that she actually had a hard time finishing her sentence. And I'm like, how can his face turn white? He has no blood. (laughs) You're like, how can his face get any whiter than it was? Stephanie Meyer, remember your own vampire lore, please. (laughs) Literally. It's so sloppy. I just like read that and I was like, how? He's what? No. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it's fucking... It's it's embarrassing. Like, it is embarrassing. It's really easy to just not do dumb shit like that. Uh-huh. Right? Like, and you're writing serious. a vampire book. You should remember your vampires and their vampireness. Correct. Anyway, once again, she's like, oh, it's good news. Everyone else is safe. No one wants to hurt them. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and so Edward's really pissed. And I write... I wrote in the margins here... That, like, he really needs to, like, learn emotional control. (laughs) But, like, it's kind of hard because, you know, it's Bella's perspective. And Bella's like, oh, I shouldn't have told him this when there's so many, like, breakable things around him. Ooh, I hate that. Because he just looks so angry, which is horrible. But at the same time, like, Edward doesn't fucking do any of that stuff. He never acts. Like, I don't think I can remember ever Edward acting upon, like, breaking something or being, like, physically violent. He gets angry, which is scary, and that is true. Yeah. But, like, and clearly he's better about it now than he used to be, like, as we see. Definitely. But there is nothing, like, behind the idea of him, like, being physically violent. He just gets angry. So, it's I don't true. know. It's, like, weird. 
I mean, the most violent thing he's done is uh, throwing Bella into a piano or uh, a table. Sorry, uh, Jasper went into yeah. the piano. She went into the table. Jasper went piano bound. Um, she went coffee but like, bound. But, like, that wasn't even, like, in anger. That was in his terrible attempt at protecting her. Just right, atrocious. Right, right. But, like, yeah, it's funny because, like, the most violent thing that's happened was not actually even in anger at all. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything that he's, like... I mean, there's the scene in New Moon where he crushes the phone when he gets the news that Bella is dead. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, like, that's also in the movie. soulmate dying, whatever. And it's the movie. Yeah, and so. Bella doesn't know that he does that. We do. <laughs> and it's not, like, an aggression towards nope. anybody. Yeah. It's just he's angry and sad. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's a weird, um, I don't know. I don't like the association of oh no he's gonna get angry and break something because like i mean men do do that and it's it's just that we haven't seen any of yeah. that from edward ever yeah so it's like i don't um, understand why you're so saying it's this. like where are you getting it from? yeah right um well at least jacob has the good sense to also get out of there because he's not here in this scene yep. uh he already left with billy so thank goodness <laughs> thank fuck and then so edward kind of is like I got a piece because um, Charlie's like, we should go out for dinner at the lodge or whatever, which is like, I guess, the closest to a nice restaurant. That yeah, it's de- it's just like the, the diner, has. right? Right, exactly. Just like the evening shift. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it's so funny because like everybody from school is there because they're also like, wow, we yeah. should go out for dinner to celebrate. And there's one place to go out for dinner. <laughs> Yeah, unless you're going, like, fucking really far, and no one wants to do that shit. Yeah. So, anyway, Edward is like, no, I'm not going to go. He's kind of, like, stiff with Charlie, and Charlie's like, that's weird, but doesn't really comment on it because he's a himbo and doesn't know shit. So, <laughs> they go to the lodge. What even happens then? I don't know. Charlie fucking talks. This is such a fucking boring chapter. I'm sorry. No, I know. You're right. It's like they go there, and it's just like, Edward doesn't want to go, so he doesn't go, and then... You know, it's just Bella being like, man, I wish I wasn't here. I wish this is over. I'm trying to eat, but I can't. So I'm hiding my hamburger in napkins when no one is looking. Boy, it sure seems like it's taking forever. And I'm like, yeah, it is taking forever. I'm fucking bored. And it sucks, too, because that's like such like a like Stephanie Meyer definitely sees as such a fucking throwaway line. And you can totally see that like the thing about the burger. And you can totally see that like influencing young people. I don't know. It's just, like, weird. I know that it's supposed to be meant in, like, a nervous way, but that's just, like, even if it's, she's, like, Bella's nervous, it's still, like, a level of disordered eating and, like, hiding Yeah. when you are doing that. And it's just, like, hmm, this is a little bit sus to give to teenagers in the 2000s. I don't know. Perhaps, perhaps, yes. I mean, I think, yeah, obviously in this instance, it's, like, a reason but how often in the whole series is Bella like I couldn't eat anything I didn't want to eat anything I I couldn't eat dinner and I'm like hmm right <laughs> I couldn't mm. eat the dinner that I made for my father who was a man child <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the, we get a mention he, of Tyler Crowley's parents yeah shout out shout out <laughs> the thing that I, I haven't seen that guy in like two books I know what happened to him the thing that I don't like about this is the whole 
like there's no point to the scene. It's just Bella being like, I don't want to be here. I'm thinking about too many other things, but also not thinking about those things either. Like we're not getting an internal monologue. It's just a description of things around her. And yeah. it's like, this isn't even the main celebration. We know there's a graduation party coming up, but we don't even get to that in this chapter. Like it would have been more interesting if we got like the party now. Like, I don't care about this. Right, right. Why did you write about this it's when nothing's like, happening? It's not giving me any information about Bella. It's not giving me information about the plot. It's nothing. Yeah, it's frustrating because it's the sort of thing where you can be like, she talks about like, she says like dinner dragged. You could just fucking say that and not include all the other shit. Right. Like, I don't know. She talks about how the graduation ceremony itself goes by way too quickly and then dinner drags forever. And that can be like. I don't know. I feel like you could do that in a more concise way. If that she had done those like... like two sentences and cut down pretty much everything else, I mean, except for Jessica babbling right. about like gonna miss yeah, her forever. and make and like smooth it out, sure. Yeah, but like you can. There's a way that it could be a lot smoother and just like getting to the point. I mean, even just of, a like, transition of like boring filler. The contrast of saying like, you know, while the graduation ceremony seemed to go way too quickly, suddenly it felt like the dinner was dragging on forever. Like, those are two great connecting, you know, segue comments that, like, keep the pace moving. Yeah. Compare and contrast. Wow. Graduation ceremony moved way too Mm -hmm. fast. Why is time slowing now? I'm bored. Now move on. (laughs) Yep. Sounds great. You should be a writer. (sighs) Perhaps. Oh, my God. She is. Oh, my God. (laughs) So then the last thing we get in this chapter is this conversation that Bella and Charlie have on the way to the party. And Bella's just really, like, kind of zoned out because she's kind of nervous about everything. Um, oh, right, because Edward talks to her yeah, outside Edward shows after up dinner. Briefly, yeah, while Charlie is still talking to people. Which, yeah, he's still in the restaurant Edward and Bella are outside and I really like this because Edward's like I'm sorry I sort of lost my shit a little bit back there that's my bad Mm -hmm. and he like takes ownership for that and apologizes for it and Bella like is like yeah it's chill like it's fine yeah it's all right um and they they're they find a way to just smooth it all out and it's okay you know and I just really appreciate that that this is a level of growth in their relationship that we're continuing to see yeah, it's just, it's such it's such a needed turnaround. <laughs> right. He literally apologizes. He's like, lost my cool, but I got it back together now, and I'm good. I'm going to follow you in your car on the way to my house, though, just to be extra safe, because that's not going away anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, fine. Sure. That's not intruding on her life. I know, and, like... Honestly, like, I get it. He's a lot more powerful. He wants to be sure that she's safe at all times. And as long as she's not feeling like it's a, a breach of privacy, which she obviously isn't, yep. then it's fine. It's just a level of protection. And that's something that they are okay with in this relationship. Yeah. So. So. So, yeah. Then this conversation with Charlie happens in the car. Yeah. And Charlie, Bella is saying, like, this is a great decision she made to come live in Forks with him. And he's like, I don't know if I provide with you, like, all the things that you should need. I mean, for one thing, look at your hand. I didn't teach you how to punch properly. And he does this fucking 180 where he's like, I don't care. If someone kisses you without your permission, you should be able to make your stance known. And I'm like, where was this? 
Yeah, where was this a chapter ago when you were like, ah, ha, ha, I love Jacob. It was like, oh, because Jacob's Bella, there. He's like, yeah, Jacob, good job. And now Jacob's not here. And he's like, but, but Bella, for, for real, I'm on your side. Like, for sure, for sure. <laughs> like, shut up. So fuck, it's fucking flaky as shit. It's cringe. Yeah. Disappointing. It is. It is funny, though, because he's like, oh, man, you didn't keep your thumb inside your fist, did you? And Bella's like, nope, Jacob's head is just fucking hard. <laughs> uh, like, it wouldn't have fucking mattered. Yeah. And Charlie gives Bella some, I mean, I wouldn't say advice, but sort of, I don't know, dadly wisdom where he's like, yeah, <laughs> the right choice to make isn't always obvious. Sometimes it's right for one person, wrong for another. Good luck with that. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, good luck, bestie, Uh, anyway. (laughs) So, I mean, I don't know. He's trying, but then he's also like, hey, I'm rooting for him still. He's just just a young kid. Don't be hard on him. And I'm like, nope, you should should hold him accountable. Don't, don't boys will be boys this, this instance. Literally, please don't. (laughs) Literally. Uh, So then, basically, the end of this chapter is, did you have anything to say before that? Uh, nope. Just, uh, Bella gets to the party. <laughs> right. And she's, like, sort of having this thing where she's like, oh, it's really dark. And it's like, the Cullens' house is in the middle of fucking nowhere, like, three miles into the woods. Yeah. Maybe no one will see. And she's so excited about that. <laughs> and then you fucking turn the corner and the Cullens have decorated, like, every tree, every 20 yards leading toward the house. So that there is no way you can miss it. Yeah. And Bella's just like, fuck. (laughs) It's funny because she tries to get Charlie to come in, too. She's like, oh, you can totally come. Like, Carlyle and Esme are there. And Charlie's like, absolutely not. Goodbye. Have fun. Yeah. Peace out. And then my last note for this chapter is, ugh, Stephanie. (laughs) Literally, ugh, Stephanie. It's so annoying. Like, that was the most fucking boring chapter. And then... You get to the lead up to the party and the chapter ends. It's like, oh, okay, good. Great. Yeah. Just what I wanted. So the next chapter is that called was that Alliance. fucking chapter. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Well, uh, hey, fucking uh, thanks to our master tier vampires. You guys are some sexy motherfuckers. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Dan. Thanks for supporting Thea, the pod. Steven. You guys rock. Do we want to do anything else before we peace out? It's kind of a short episode, but also, uh, I don't know. Um, it just be like that sometimes. Oh, um, um, do we have any reviews? Oh, we do have reviews because I was laughing about them earlier. Yes. Hold on. I'll get them up. Great. I got you. All right. So, guys, we don't mention this enough on this silly little podcast of ours, but it would be fucking awesome if you could rate us on apple podcasts because that really does get us uh it gets us really up there it it, it puts us on the on the on the radar of folks who are not necessarily going to know who we are so i have one review i wanted to read this wonderful five-star review um from ttp thp this is from January and that I missed because uh, Lamau. <laughs> and it says, hilarious. I'm literally obsessed with Twilight. I'm sure if you make a pie chart of my life, a good percentage would be dedicated to reading, watching, talking, and thinking about Twilight. Girl, me too now. 
I love podcasts and thought it would be cool if someone had a current podcast in the movie. Well, here it is. These girls are hilarious and comb through every detail of the books and movies, even parts that I missed after watching a million times. If you are into Twilight, this podcast is a must. If you're just starting your Twilight journey, this is also for you. If you hate Twilight, this is for you. <laughs> Pretty much if you're a human, vampire, or werewolf, this podcast is for you. So thank you so much for that five-star Oh, my star God. Review. That's great. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? It's made me giggle. Um, thank you so much for that review. If y'all review our podcast, give us five stars. Give us a little comment. Uh, and I'll read it on the pod. And I'll give you a little air kiss like I'm giving this person right now. Thank you so much. Mwah. Mwah. Wow. But yeah. What a what a wonderful ending to a subpar chapter. <laughs> Yo, literally. Like I kind of feel bad cuz this cha- this like episode's going to be short, but low key like 50 minutes is what in theory we want our podcast yeah. to be. It's just that everything always takes so long. <laughs> so thanks for listening, besties. And we'll see you in the next one. Yo, so true. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Unbitten. If you want to get in contact with us, follow us on Twitter at UnbittenPod or subscribe to our Patreon at UnbittenPod. And for now, the rest is still Unbitten. <laughs>